Jason, this episode, like all of the ones before and hopefully all of the ones yet to come, is brought to the people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! They are our friends and our partners, and there's a reason we like to call them friends. They're just good people. Good human beans. They are. They are good eggs. So we badgered you guys all through late November into December about coming over to Budget Blinds and giving a little bit of your time, maybe a little bit of your treasure to help the causes that they take on over and over again to support things that are going on in our community. And you guys came through. Last month, we had Santa come visit Budget Blinds, collected huge, giant stockings full of gift cards and cash and toys and clothes and various other things for the store, at least some at Social Services. And then... Last week, Lee Summit Social Services received a check from Budget Blinds through some other things that Budget Blinds does to help them out, a check for $385. So from Jason and Nick at Lee Summit Town Hall, a good on you to Budget Blinds of Lee Summit and to all of the rest of you, go visit them right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who I'm going to call Lefty. It's Nick Parker, the publisher why do you of Link call, to Lee Summit. Why do you got to call me names? Uh, because you fell down and hurt your right arm. I did. I'm officially old and brittle. I fell right before Christmas, and yep, found out I broke my arm. Now, he sits here and does tells us all this. There's no sling. There's no cast. There's no actual outward visible sign other than he whines a lot when he has to use his right hand. Yeah. Apparently, there's there's not much they can do other than a little physical therapy and, and, you know, hope they don't have to cut me open, which I really hope. Yeah. Let's all avoid the surgery as we go. So, Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today, well, honestly, it's what I had for lunch. It's empanadas. I'm so sad. They are taco adjacent. I have decided. This is what I'm calling them. And my co-host, because he is Mr. Shred, is not allowed to have them right now. No. No, I am uh, I am Sans Taco, Sans Empanada, all because of our friendship with our other sponsor on this show, Jason. We'll talk about them later. I'm just saying. Because right now, right now you're making me upset. I'm just saying, hold on. If you took tacos away from both of us, would we even have a podcast? No. All right. So it's important that I continue to eat fine Mexican foods that you can't have while you're on this diet. But someday, and hopefully someday soon, I will be less round than I am now, and I will have more energy to bring good stories to the good people of Lee Summit. And he'll be able to eat some tacos. Yeah, someday. Someday. (laughs) Jason, you and I don't have a big show this week. We've got some interviews coming up. We're going to talk some about that in in a little bit. This month, what we're talking about is, is public participation. You and I are, are real big on celebrating those that do and encouraging others to get involved, to show up to things, and to be a part of the community, whether that's through not-for-profits, causes, whether the city, and that kind of thing. So today, I do want, I want to talk about the city. I want to talk about development, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, so I'm going to have you... Put on your planning commission hat. You are the chair of planning commission. I'm going to try real hard not to get you in trouble, although I I also really don't care that much. Yeah, I do. So I'm going to try to stay out of trouble for once. All right. Well, we won't have as much fun as I thought. Jason, this Thursday, so tomorrow, 
of the day this podcast is posted. Thursday of this week, the Planning Commission is going to have a public hearing discussing a proposed amendment to the city's comprehensive plan. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to try to summarize this real quick, and then you go in and correct me. Okay. Which is, I think, the basis of our show. Yeah, it pretty much works out that way. <laughs> there are three areas in our city, roughly, and I'm going to, this is a broad brush painting here, that are not designated for what the future vision should be, according to our comprehensive plan. Included in this area is a spot near Blackwell and 50 Highway. And that's kind of the impetus of why we're having this public hearing and, and this amendment now. The other two areas are on the eastern city limits near Woods Chapel Road. The others in the southern portion of the city down near County Line Road. Jason, tell us about this amendment. What What is being attempted to change? Okay, so understand what the comprehensive plan is for the city. It is essentially a giant map. I mean, literally, it's a giant map that each parcel of land within the city has been given a designation for its proposed land use. And it's not binding in in a way like it's not the law. So if something were zone or something were in the comprehensive plan to be a residential piece and the world adjusted in a way and it came that there was perhaps a commercial bit that wanted to go on it, that's something that the city could very much approve, I mean, through the planning commission and city council and all that. But it is sort of a guidepost for the city going forward. And it's a plan that gets amended and updated on a regular basis in various forms. Um, the the math, the big comprehensive plan map um, exists. And, and so these parcels, for various reasons, and mostly it's because they were annexed into the city at some point and no one – their land use was already kind of designated as it came in or there wasn't a designation and nobody got around to put, giving it one. These areas were just undesignated in that comprehensive plan. Now, this is not a fair question because you don't actually work for the city, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to give it to you anyway because I don't, I don't mind asking you unfair questions. If it's not binding, why do we have a comprehensive plan? Well, because you want to have a vision going forward on what you want land use development to look like. And and so where in the city and so we can have a conversation so we can look at that map and see what parts of the city to take the, the, the topic that comes up, I think, most often on our podcast, you can look at where in the city do we have designated for higher density multifamily residential stuff. And we can say it should be here, it should not be there, or we want it focused in one area or these multiple areas or whatever the case may be. We may only want industrial development on, you know, a couple of narrow corridors, whereas if if we didn't have that kind of planning, someone might come in and try to put an industrial thing. And it gives us that backstop and it gives the city staff a backstop to have a conversation with developers when they come in to want to do something with land to say, hey – this does or doesn't fit into that area that you're thinking about doing it. So this amendment, let's get specific and, and, and keep this real short before I go to my next thing here. This amendment specifically does what? Okay, so this amendment will give a designation of varying types um, or whatever gets approved. will give a designation into the comprehensive plan for these areas of land where before there hasn't been one. Is this something that – so if 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 voted yay or nay at planning commission level, what does that mean? That means um, – and, and this is an unusual thing. So the vast majority of things that the planning commission does, we, re- we are a recommending body 
to the city council. So when a development plan comes in, somebody wants to build something um, or renovate or do whatever, we recommend to the city council whether we think that plan should be approved or not approved, and there are conditions in that and all those sorts of things. There are a few things that the Planning Commission has actual approval authority over. The comprehensive plan is probably the biggest one of them. So when the Planning Commission makes its decision, whatever that decision may be, and whether they reach it on Thursday or it gets continued or whatever happens, but when that decision is made, it is then the comprehensive plan for the city of Lee Summit. Um, And so that's one of the reasons I think we wanted to talk about this tonight is that because it's not a multi-stage public hearing, um, like the, a traditional development plan would be, it is a is an opportunity then, it, it's something it puts a higher importance on on people coming to the public hearing at, at the Planning Commission. Let's put a pin right there. I want, I want to come back to it because, because you're right. I think really we want to talk about this because this is an opportunity for residents and stakeholders in these particular areas to have a voice in what happens next. But I, I, I want to go backward just a second. Mm-hmm. The reason, and, and I said this a little bit earlier, the reason that we're talking about this right now, kind of the, the reason for this particular timing is that there is a proposed multifamily development in that area near 50 Highway and Blackwell Road. How did we get to this point? How did that proposed development, because there's already been some public hearings before your body, uh, about that development. So how did how did it get to now this point that we're talking about the comprehensive plan and we're needing to do an update? Is um, is that is that plan gone? It, where, where does that Okay, so the development was when it came to uh, planning commission, one of the things that was discussed but there there wasn't an actual comprehensive full comprehensive plan designation on that. There were so on that on that particular on piece the, of land. On this particular piece okay. of land that this development was going on is is what we were focused on at that point. And and that was one of the talking points that many of the residents raised that some of the the commissioners raised and it was decided to continue that development application until we had an opportunity to address the comprehensive plan. And then whatever came of that and came through that process might inform what that development might look like in whatever plan they're coming forward to do that. So that's where that came from. So we, so that plan is still out there. Um, it is, and I don't remember when it is scheduled to reappear. It'll be sometime in the next several months or next couple of months, I would assume. But it depends on what happens with the process that we come up with on Thursday. So that's what that is. And then the city staff put together, um, they went through, and they had really already started this process. It just hadn't come through the formal amendment process, uh, comprehensive plan amendment process. Uh, They created some, um, they had some ideas that they were going to put in, but then they held a couple of um, open houses um, in December, collected all those comments, processed those through, um, and then made recommendations for these various parcels throughout the city uh, and, and that will come forth that we'll have there. And so on Thursday, there's going to be the public hearing, the official public hearing that has to be held before we do these kinds of amendments, and then we'll, we'll operate from there. Okay. Well, now let's get into that public participation part. If I live in that area, or if I live anywhere in Lee Summit, because you know we're all a part of the community, mm-hmm. if I'm a resident, if I own a business – that might be affected. How can I make my voice heard during this meeting? 
the I mean, I think the obvious way is to come to the public hearing and speak during the public the public hearing, the public comments during that hearing. Um, ask questions, uh, raise you know concerns about what have whatever issues that you have regarding that. I think you just made a good point. Ask questions. I think you know you and I are, are we we we're the government nerds. We we participate in these things. We watch them. You're on this particular commission. We're used to people coming and giving speeches or rants or raves, depending on what it is. I think that's an important thing to remind people. You can come there to ask questions. Right. And and I think that it's an important, you know, when you come, you, you know, you certainly have the right to say, I am strongly opposed to Parcel X being given this kind of a designation because I think it should be some other use, whether it, you know, everything from agriculture all the way up to heavy industry or whatever. Um, you have that right to come and say, I very much believe very strongly in this thing, and here are my reasons why. You can also ask questions. Why is this this way versus that way? What is, you know, what are the pros and cons? What does what does this mean? And this is an, an honest question I think will be worth having. You know, if we give it this designation or some other designation, what does that mean in terms of development? You know, can the development be different than that? Can the development be on the same line as that or – you know, what's the range? All those kinds of questions are important to have um, in that building into that process as you go. But, you know, when you come, you want to be on, you know, on point, on target, on the topic that we're talking about and and give your give your opinion. And, you know, I, I don't want to get too much more detailed than that because I don't want to tell people how to testify in front of me on Thursday. But, you know, we want people to come to it because this is the only public hearing that we're going to have on you know, that we're that may happen on this. I should put it that way. Let's talk a little bit about that process, Chase, because we just talked about asking questions. You know, why is this way? What would happen if this if X happened or Y happened? Mm-hmm. It's not a dialogue thing. How does that process will will will, will those questions be answered? Um, all right. So this gets into where sort of how I choose to run the meetings as a whole, but um, I will try to do this without bragging on myself. But essentially, I try when I when people come up and give their public comments, I take and most of the other co- um, commissioners as well will will jot down notes about what people are saying and the questions that they raise and what have you. And we try as a body to make sure that our applicant or in this case, the staff or whomever may be able to answer those questions or, or answer those questions on the record um, about that. Sometimes the answer is, I don't know. And sometimes the answer is, I can't answer that. Or, you know, I mean, we had one question not that long ago where somebody asked something about litigation and the developer said, I really am not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Right. <laughs> so it's a, you know, there are, there are various and sundry things that can be raised there. Um, but keep in mind that this is about, you know, sort of setting the guideposts for the future development, not about the development that may come back in the future, but about the guideposts for that development going forward. But it's, um, we take notes and we ask, and if something that doesn't get answered, I will say, I typically will say, Hey, you know, Mr. Johnson says, you know, ask this question, give us, you know, can you answer that for us? Well, let's talk a little bit then, Jason, about separating a particular project, which we've we've already said was kind of the impetus between for the timing right now, but separating a specific project from 
the broader, the bigger picture guidepost that you just talked about. So what are what are you wanting to hear from from residents when they come come in? Because you you just said you really don't want to hear about a particular project. Is that am I am I reading you right? Well, or I mean, am I am I wrong there? There there is okay. So and it's it's very very difficult to fully separate those those things, right? The the project is is part of the public record already. We've had a public hearing about it. There were a lot of opinions expressed about that project. Um, it got you know that that process is there. Parallel to that, now we have this comprehensive plan amendment, and they're not completely extricable from one another. Uh, in that, we know that there is someone who would like to put a multifamily development on that property, um, and and that's going to have an impact on how people view whatever the recommendations are or whatever the planning commission decides to designate those pieces of land. And so it's not there. But I think to, to give you the best or the cleanest example I could think of is there were concerns raised during the public hearing about the developer proper, like who they were, what kind of business they ran, what other projects they'd had in other places those really aren't germane to what we're talking about on Thursday so that would be a, that's a pretty that's an easy example I just posted um, but if your opposition is if someone's opposition or someone's you know very much in favor of a certain kind of multifamily development on that piece of land that's obviously very direct it, it has an impact if the planning commission were to decide that they want that to be strictly commercial or single family residential or stay agricultural land forever, then that's going to have an impact on what this applicant does with that project. So they're not, they're not, you can't pull them fully apart, but you can, I think, you know, it would be in everybody's best interest and, and keep the process running more smoothly. If the, if the questions were really more focused on this guidepost discussion more than what those apartments may or may not look like in the future. Because honestly, like I said, whatever happens on Thursday is going to have an impact on what comes back to the planning commission, if it comes back to planning commission at all. So we really can boil this all down to you and you, I mean, as the commission as a whole, want to hear from the people. Yes. You need to hear their thoughts and their opinions. For the process to work to it. Right. And I think that, that there, there's there's multiple parts to that. One is is the people what people say at those meetings does have an impact on the decisions that we make. They don't always agree with them, but they do have an impact on, you know, how quickly we come to a decision, but what you know, what little things we may ask more of a developer or what have you if there's opposition and what have you. But additionally to that, and probably more importantly, is when people come and pro- participate in that process they feel better about the outcome because they have a stake in it in a way that they don't. even if the outcome isn't what they wanted, um, they, they have a better feeling for the way the outcome because they were there, they gave their input, they were responded to, and, and then the, the output is what the output is. I mean, you know, I've, I've given my opinion about what city council does quite a bit, and they often do the thing I don't think they should do or have done that in the past. But, you know, given that, you know, p- taking that public voice and giving that sentiment and writing the emails and calling and showing up to the public meetings gives you that ownership in there and you feel more invested in your city, 
and your community. Well, let's let's kind of wrap this discussion up. Jason, what happens next? Will is is there an up and down vote at the end of this? I mean, is that a guarantee? No. Um, it the public hearing will close, and then there's a resolution to adopt at the back end of that um, is the way it works. But the short version is that if the commission is not ready to make a decision, they can continue it. They can make changes to the recommendations that were have been kind of ginned up by the staff through the, this open comment structure that they've put forth. Um, we could vote through whole hog. I mean, we there's, there's all kinds of things. We could say this is totally not great and go back to start again. I mean, you know, we could do that. Or we could vote all of it but – a small piece of it and bring that small piece back for another meeting if that's where where it needs to be. So it's it's really uh, there's a wide range of things. Odds are there'll be some sort of a decision made on the majority if not all of the parcels in question and and then if that feels like there needs to be more we can continue it for another meeting um, on down the road. Well, I thank you for switching hats and being more of a guest than than a a co-host this week, but I think that was that was a Nice peek, I think, at how planning commission works a little bit into how a, a comprehensive plan is used and updated. And that's important because the city is getting ready to do not only some strategic plan updating, but in the future, we're going to be talking about a comprehensive plan update for, for the city as well. So I think this is kind of a good a good primer for everyone as we move into those things. I I'm just want to give myself a little gold star that I didn't have to, I didn't give a lot of opinion on these things as they came through. I was really, that was my biggest concern when we were starting to talk about this is that I would end up wandering off into the valley of my opinion, which I'll get to give on Thursday. But really for this purpose, I really just wanted to, we really just wanted to stick to the, like what's going to happen and what's the structure and why should you show up and, and give input? Well, gold star for you, Yay Jason for me. Norberry. That's going to wrap up today's show. We're going to come back at you on Friday with a short interview from Lee Summit Cares Director Rachel Segovia. We're going to talk to her a little bit about some of the activities they've got going on and how people can get involved to help their cause. That's going to be the first in a series of interviews Jason and I have coming, talking all about how you as a resident can be involved in the community at various levels and various causes. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you go out and you share on your various and sundry social medias. Go to our iTunes page or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it now. Give us a rating. Give us a review. The more that comes out, the bigger our share goes, and the more people can hear how fabulous Nick and I sound every week. Thank you all. Ryan, I'm round. I'm six foot, I'm 245 pounds, it ain't pretty. Mm. I haven't seen the inside of a gym since high school, so we're going to say 90s. We're going to say that once, and we don't have to say it ever again. Mm -hmm. You're going to start training me, you're going to start telling me to eat right. I'm scared, Ryan. Don't be scared. we got some work to do. We're going to do work, Nick, but don't be scared. I don't want to do the work. I'm scared of the work. <laughs> you got to. You, got, you do work at work, don't you? I do. You work your tail off at work, why don't you work your tail off on your body? Well, tell me why. Tell me why is it that I need to do this? I mean, I got my reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I mean, I'm not going to dog you out, Nick. I'm not going to hurt your feelings. You're out of shape. You're probably borderline obese. I mean, you're probably going to have some health problems here soon, so you need to take control of your life and and do it for your kids, do it for your family, um, do it for yourself. You're going to if you you know you're going to get stronger and you're going to live longer. Let me tell you, this summer I was in the mountains. I was hiking. Mm-hmm. I remember a time because my mind still thinks I'm 20 years old mm-hmm. and 150 pounds. Yep. I got winded. Absolutely. It was hard to hike up the mountain. Altitude too, so you can't well, be too hard on yourself. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, and I'm wanting your sympathy as as we get things going. But mm-hmm. tell me, tell me a little bit about about what does somebody like me do who mm-hmm. sits at a desk ten hours a day? Mm-hmm. What does somebody like me need to be doing? You you need to be getting up and moving. You need to get out of your desk and move around periodically throughout the day. I'm sure you run to the bathroom and run all around, but you need to get moving. You need to make working out a priority in your life. Whether you if you get busy throughout the day, come in the morning, work out, just get it in, uh, and start to eat healthy. Okay, the first time we came in here, I was busting you, busting you because you were eating Jimmy John's and you had a soda and you had chips. That's so good. Yeah, you can't be doing that anymore <laughs> because that's where that's how you got to where you're at. So, so you're gonna be mean. Uh, no, I'm but I need somebody yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's gonna be tough love. I call it tough love. All right. Yeah, All right. I'm good with that. So, what? How can people like me though find you so they can get healthy too? Okay, you can contact me. You can go to the website. It's shred with two D's kc.com or give me a shout or a text eight one six five eight eight nine six zero nine. We can sit down and talk about your goals. And even if you don't like my podcasts, listen anyway because you're probably gonna hear my journey as I try Absolutely. to get healthy again. It's gonna be awesome.